manufacturers have got all sorts of capabilities that you never knew they had until you actually get in there and dig around. You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. I invite you to join me every Tuesday and Friday when I'll be sharing the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering you advice on making in the UK. Let's crack on with the show. Welcome to episode 97 of the Make It British podcast. I still can't quite believe we are on episode 97. In fact, when we get to episode 100, which is just three episodes away, I am going to be slightly shaking up the way we do the podcast. And we'll have a little bit of a gap until we relaunch for series two in January. So, If you have quite a few episodes to go back and listen to and catch up on, because I have been doing two a week for the last year, and if you haven't listened to all of them yet, now is your time to do so, because there'll be a little bit of a break over Christmas until we're back for episode 101, which will be part of series two in January. So that's my little bit of news for today. And then the other thing is that this week I have been out for three days visiting factories in London and Leicester. And I have come back completely enthused for UK manufacturing as if I wasn't enough already. And there's been some pretty negative press about UK manufacturing, particularly, I suppose, garment manufacturing in the press over the last few months. You know, what with Brexit going on and tariffs from the US, which I talked about on the podcast last week, that was episode number 95, and also the stories about garment workers in Leicester being paid below the minimum wage. So all of that has kind of put a bit of a downer on a lot of manufacturing in the UK, particularly in Leicester. So I wanted to go to Leicester and see for myself what was going on and meet some of the people that I know there, some of our exhibitors from the Make It British Live event who work out of Leicester and whose premises I hadn't visited before. And you know what? I came back feeling so positive. I met some amazing people, wonderful, hardworking people, family businesses. In fact, Of the 11 businesses I saw in Leicester, every single one was a family business. Some were even fifth or sixth generation within textiles. I met the MD of Pantherella. He's in the fifth generation of sock makers in his family and he's heading up that business. I also met other families where the son or daughter was taking over the business from mum and dad and breathing whole new life into the business and really kind of moving forward for the 21st century with a really positive attitude and doing great things and doing different things as well, different to how their parents' generation would have run the business, but also still continuing with a lot of the traditions that the business and what makes their UK manufacturing business great. 
So it got me thinking with my with my visit to 13 factories in three days, it got me thinking about how important it is to get out there and to meet manufacturers. You know, it's something I love to do. It's I kind of feel like it's in my blood because I was a buyer and I spent a lot of time in factories all over the world, as I'm sure you know if you listen to this podcast a few times. But it's just so important to get out there and meet manufacturers. And I think if anyone who is developing a product should also get to love it too. You can't be developing a product if you haven't been to visit the factories that you're working working with or that who are making your product. So I thought it'd be really good to cover today some of the reasons that I discovered while I was on my trip for why, that reminded me why I should get out there to factories more and that why you should do so too. You know what, and this counts whether you are already making a brand, whether you're starting up a brand or whether you're actually a manufacturer. Because I also found that manufacturers that I met didn't necessarily even know the other manufacturers down the road to them. And we're talking in a small city like Leicester, which has a very vibrant and lively textile industry, and yet still not all the manufacturers know each other. So it might put you out of your comfort zone to get out there and meet people, but it really is so important. And these are some of the reasons why I think you should do so. Well, firstly, because most of the manufacturers I met Um, over the last few days and all of those in Leicester are family businesses. I think, you know, you're getting out there to meet the family. You're almost going into a marriage with these people yourself if they're developing your product for you. And you need to go out to meet the family before they make the product. And you want to know that who the family are that you're supporting. And you realise then when you meet them, that you're supporting that whole family's livelihoods, three generations sometimes, and your business means a lot to them. And your business means a lot more to them than it would do if you're working with a factory that's huge, that's overseas, because you might just be a number to a huge big factory, but some of these smaller factories, you can be a really big part of their family business. So it's really important to go and meet them and understand who they are as people and then you understand more about the business and about the people that are behind your products and who are behind making those products for you. You also find when you go out to see factories as I do, I did over the last few days is that manufacturers have got all sorts of capabilities that you never knew they had until you actually get in there and dig around. Now, I have seen some machinery at factories over the last few days that I haven't seen ever before, actually. You know, one guy who makes um, jeans, specializes in doing products made in denim, he had equipment to attach belt loops and push collars through on denim jackets and make those scoopy pocket bits on jeans. I think it was actually called a scoopy machine, in fact. I'd never seen a scoopy machine before, and I wouldn't have even known that he had a scoopy machine if I'd not gone to see him and asked what everything does. You know, and even if you're not an expert in making products, get out there to a factory to discover and to find out. Ask what things do. What does this machine do? What does that machine do? Because it can spark all sorts of ideas for the products that you're going to make as well. And and in me, it inspires 
you know, ah, right, okay, I know that. That manufacturer can make that now. That's brilliant. I didn't know he could do that before. And I can now recommend that this other person that I know goes to see him because he's got this specialist machine. So I do think digging around in a factory and finding out what sort of machinery they've got is really important. But it also gives you a really good idea when you go and visit a place as to what the scale of their business is. And particularly if you are looking for a manufacturer that can make small quantities for you, once you go and see a a manufacturer, you can start to understand why certain places can do small quantities and other places can't. So for instance, I saw a fabric manufacturer and he's making hundreds of thousands of meters of fabric a month. Now, for him, it's frustrating because he's getting people ringing him, asking him if he can sell them a few metres of cloth. Had people taken the time to go and see him before they asked these questions, they'd understand why he can't do that. Just the volume of knitted fabrics that he was producing, you know, in huge rolls, a warehouse with rolls of fabric, huge rolls of fabric and a dye house, that means he has to dye up several tonne at a time, you know, to make it worth his while. You know, when you see that, you understand why a manufacturer can't just sort of do five meters for you in a special color. And if that's the case, then sometimes knowing that, you can start to develop products that work with certain manufacturers and and work into their capabilities as well. Also, if you do go and see a manufacturer and they can't do what it is that you want them to do, if you've met them firsthand, they're much more likely to refer you to other people who can do it because they chances are they might know someone that can and one thing leads on to another and if you phone them up and and, and ask a question they're more likely to just sort of say no and end the conversation there whereas if you've gone and met them and asked those questions you're much more likely to get referred and one other thing that I did while I was in Leicester because it really is a very vibrant textile industry that happens there if I saw a sign for a manufacturer that I didn't know about before who did something that I thought could be useful then I would just knock on their door and say can I just pop in and have you got some details about what you do and can I quickly ask you if you can you know do this or or do that and just have a little bit of a nosy around (laughs) but you can do that you know knock on doors do it the old-fashioned way don't just do everything via email so it really did inspire me as I'm sure you can tell with my trip for three days visiting factories if you do want my help finding factories for you then please do get in touch I've got a link on the show notes for this podcast and also on the make it British website if you want to work with me to help you find the right manufacturers for you then please do get in touch and if you're a manufacturer listening to this podcast and we don't already know each other and I haven't been to visit you there yet then please do drop me an email to kate at makeitbritish.co.uk and I will try and pop in next time I'm in your area. Thank you very much for listening for this episode. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, can I please ask that you do so? The more subscribers that we have means that this podcast starts to get out there to more and more people. It's the way that the old iTunes algorithm works. The more subscribers you have, the more it tells other people about your podcast. And it also means for you that you haven't got to go searching for every new episode that we do. It'll automatically be downloaded into your favourite podcast 
podcast app, which when we come to launch series two, you'll be ready and waiting for you in that podcast app. So thank you very much for listening. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. for listening to the make it british podcast i make an episode every tuesday and friday plus there's also bonus episodes occasionally so don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you get notified every time a new episode goes live and if you enjoyed the show i would really love it if you left me a just a little review on itunes the more reviews this podcast receives the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the uk Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye-bye.